Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shenanigans. I hope everyone is feeling good as gold as I am because I just recorded a new emo screamo version of good as gold which we will be debuting very soon so i am super pumped right now i can't get it out of my head i hope it gets stuck in your head when you're there that voice right there was my girl jamie lynn on one co-host mike hello and on the other (laughs) it's my girl janet so for those longtime shenanigans listeners you know this has been a very long time coming both of my old co-hosts co-hosting with me all together in the same room. (laughs) I don't think we need to get into a bunch of the past of why (laughs) you weren't, you were, you weren't, and all of that. Wait, I thought we were doing Battle of the Co-Hosts today. That's why. I thought there was going to be hair pulling. There's going to be (laughs) Battle of the Besties. Oh, I love that. So That'll be fun. Okay. I do have a fun game just to kick us off. I love it. And then we'll get into some shenanigans. Great. I cannot awesome. wait to hear Good as Gold emo remix. Can you give her a preview of the screamo? Just scream a I little heard, bit. I the... heard the part of them, but I haven't right. heard your yeah. part. So, so I'm I really excited. Just re-recorded the rap part, but on the end it's like whiskey kicks off the party. We're down in eight or nine. Come close and touch my butt. Lots of us are good. <laughs> and then I scream, but we did like the screamer yeah, of the band. The band, shout out to the 27s. They are amazing. It was a dream come true to get this song recorded as well as they did. I mean, it's incredible. I cannot wait to release it. We are going to be debuting it live at Emo Night wait. next Friday night, July 7th. Yes. I think there's still a few tickets left. So I would get them while they're available because Emo Yay. Night sells out every yes. Are you month. coming? Yes. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to come. I went to buy tickets a couple times. and I'm like, is it going to be too crowded? And am I going to be we'll too sober? We'll have an area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be sober too. So I'm, we can also... We'll get into why I'm sober yeah, like, after the break happen? and after... <laughs> the game because I do want to talk to everyone about why I've been sober for a week and I'm going to keep it going. But Mm. until then, I have a game called Battle of the Besties. It's going to be a who knows Sheena Butter. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My pregnancy brain. (laughs) 
<laughs> please do not hold this against well, me if I do all right, horribly. I'm already at a disadvantage because I don't remember anything. <laughs> I, well, we're ADHD. Then brain, we're at the same so, handicap right okay. now. Okay, so we can either do it where I ask you a question, I ask you a question, or I could just ask the question and whoever says the answer first gets a point. Okay. Whatever, it's your show. Whatever you want to do. Okay, Jamie, what was my high school boyfriend's name? You were literally telling me this story <laughs> two days ago. I just showed you a photo, didn't I? Yes. I saw a photo. <laughs> I heard a great story. You would play him Hoobastank on a CD in yeah. the car to try to get him to get back together with you. Yes. But yet I can't remember his name. I'm going to take a guess. Mm-hmm. Chris. No, it is a one syllable name, though. Do we want to pass it to Janet? I don't know. She has but it's no gonna idea. Be, I don't know. Paul. Okay. Oh. Okay. No points. Another basic name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, what is my shoe size? A seven and <clears throat> Jamie. Six. Yes. Uh, ding ding ding. Jamie, what was my first job? Marie Callender's. Nope. Damn. Is it Chili's that you yell corner at? <laughs> nope. Okay. But that so, you did work there, right? I did work there. Okay. Before Marie Callender's for Almost three months, I worked at Ralph's. I was a really? grocery bagger girl. Oh, I don't know that you've ever revealed that before. I so... feel like I've maybe talked about it. I think it, we should I got... each get a point for knowing one of your childhood Seriously. jobs. Okay. <laughs> or half okay. So yeah. we'll just say we're tied right now. Okay. Okay. We're tied at zero or we're tied either. at one. We're Re- tied. Real quick, Chili's is now offering margaritas by the gallon to go. Oh, <laughs> I don't hate are that. There, are there margaritas good? I've never had yeah. one. They do yeah. table Remember side. The, they shake them at the, the table. Oh, Presidente yeah. margarita. Right. Yes. They put brandy in it. That's uh-huh. why it's called that. Yeah. Mm. I've got to keep dibs on the competition. Not that Chili's is our competition at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like, have you ever been to a Chili's, I, Jamie? In New Jersey in my younger okay. years. Yes. I was like, do they and have vegan stuff? They there? have one black bean burger. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. that's it. I think All right. Only yeah. being an option. Well, one so thing. the next question was, what was my first restaurant serving job? But we've already Corner. passed that one. So, okay, Jamie, how old was I when I got my first piercing? I think it's her turn. Mm-hmm. Actually, right? Okay. She asked then me we're the just gonna one. we're gonna switch it because the Janet okay. question was the Marie Callender's one. Mm. Oh, gotcha. I mean, I'll answer if you want. But You're both even right now, so it doesn't really the matter. Answer to this, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say when you were one, because didn't you get Summer's ears pierced? Okay. Oh, I'm going to, I mean, you definitely didn't wait till you were of legal age. I'm sure your mom took you underage and lied for you. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to say 16. So 16 is when I got my belly button pierced, but a few months old is when I got my ears pierced. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we're both. So I'd say you're still even. Okay. Did your mom take you or did you hide it from her? No, my mom took me. Yeah. Against my dad's wishes. (laughs) That makes sense. And then I got my nose pierced against both of their wishes after school one day at a little indoor swap meet with an ear piercing (gasps) gun. So illegal. Got so infected. Keloid. It was so bad. I pierced my nose myself in high school with an earring. Oh, that is badass. Ouch. Mm-hmm. That sounds painful. It was It was actually not that bad. You know, it was fine until it got to the end, oh. and then that hurt. Oof. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had my eyebrow pierced, but it grew out, and I still have this scar. Don't you have a scar, too? I never got my eyebrow oh, pierced. You, someone else did then. No. I can't see The it. nose will never, like, fully close up, though, and I have a tiny little purple circle around it. Do you still wear a itself. belly button ring? Yeah. I could I not wait. Think. 
until after when I started to lose my baby weight. But even before I lost any of it, I put it back in. I actually had to re-pierce it because it was out for so long that it kind of closed up a little. I went back to Inflictions. I re-pierced it. And even though I hadn't lost all my belly weight yet, I was like, oh, I feel like me again. Because that (laughs) hole in my stomach, oh. Yeah. It was fine when the belly was popped out, which we're going to get into that too with you. (laughs) But yeah, I I needed it back in. I just felt like me again. Yeah. Okay, Janet, what was my first tattoo? Mm, I feel like I should know this, but I don't. I know. mm, Or where? I feel like it's on one of your arms, but I don't know what. Jamie? Mm. I don't think this is the answer, but I just want to say it because (laughs) I know what you're going to say. Live, laugh, love. Oh, no, actually, that was like my third or fourth one is it on your back no that was my second my first one was the hibiscus on my lower left hip okay that was my first one okay jamie what's my favorite song elton john Mm -hmm. tiny dancer yes oh my gosh (laughs) janet what grade did i skip third yes Okay. I wouldn't have known that. Okay. I'm so glad you got well, that Well, you're getting stuff that I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're learning today. Like, I don't know any of this. <laughs> All right, Jamie, what is the name of the stuffed animal that travels with me everywhere? Um, frog, but what's uh, something frog? Uh, mm-hmm. Love frog. Yes. Janet, where did I go to college? Azusa Pacific University. Yes. Is that, is that the Dude, right name? That's right. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> but Jamie, what did I study? Just so everyone knows, Sheena has a degree in broadcast journalism. (laughs) (laughs) Janet, how old was I when I had my first kiss or when I lost my virginity? Did they happen the same year? No. So either one, like if you give like a grade or an age for either one, I'll count that. I feel like you said you were 15 or 16 when you lost your virginity. No. Oh. I was 14. Okay. Almost 15, but I was a sophomore in high school. I was, and I already had a boyfriend for like a year. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. close. Jamie, how did I meet Janet? Oh, actually, this is a question I got on my things Me today. too. So we'll, we'll answer this question, or I'll answer this question. And then yours is, Janet, how did I meet Jamie? I mean, you guys can tell this story way better because you probably have really funny details, which <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to glaze over. But I believe you were at a bar at the Sky Bar? It was at Mondrian, yeah. Mondrian, and... Did you just get broken up with? The shots happened. Janet showed up. She made you get drunk. You were on your way to something else that you guys ended up going together to. I don't know. But I know it was the Mondrian and there were shots involved. Uh Uh-huh. Lots of shots. It was right after there was a rumor season six that Rob cheated on me. And instead of him just brushing it off and laughing it off and being like, of course, that's not true. He completely shut down. Our relationship was never the same. He stayed with me out of pity for the entire season. But that day was the first day I saw him since the rumor had come out. Okay. And Janet came up to me. We had a mutual friend. We started talking and then we just got absolutely absolutely wasted yeah. together. And I had also seen the show and I had I had never met anybody else who was in their 20s and divorced. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I was like, I know who you are. Plus, you know, my soon to be roommate, which I have another story about Ariana staying at that house that I used to live at, by the way, or she was this weekend for she rented an Airbnb. For I was wondering where they ended up staying and my old house we were talking about. But huh. yeah, my old roommate 
knew Sheena was at her first wedding and I was like, you know, this person, blah, blah, blah. And lots, I have like 5,000 pictures, like literally, I think literally like 1,100 from that day. Cause all of us were just wasted and did like a full photo shoot. My best friend from home, Allie was with us. It was like wild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, LA's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Janet, how did I meet Jamie? I don't know this. I know it's been like 10 years, right? Almost. Almost. But not quite. And I, but I'm just trying to think, I feel like it was through some sort of emo connection or band, but I can't remember what. No, it was actually Mm -hmm. through Chris Shell from Selling Sunset. Wait, I don't think I knew that. Interesting. What she, you were, it was when you were friends with Chris Right. And you guys went into Pump and then so I knew Chriselle from All My Children, and we followed each other on Instagram, but we had never met in person. Okay. And then we made plans, but it was like a blind date sort of thing where I was like, I'm going to bring my mom. She's like, I'm going to bring my best friend. Okay, and cool. that's how we met. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship. Yay. I would say that was pretty much a tie. That was good. Awesome. Oh, we're done? Yeah. That was, that was all the questions I, I had for it. that. We had some other games that we could do, but I feel like let's take... A quick little break, and then we're going to get into some more shenanigans because I have so much to catch you guys up on. I want to get caught up with you, and uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Yay. All right, you've heard it here before, but I'm going to remind you again about Visible Wireless, who believes in bringing people together and not just through its simple accessible, all digital wireless service, but also through the power of connections and fostering community. Okay, that's why this Pride Month, Visible is launching the hilarious 70s themed game show, No Straight Answers. This is bringing Gen Z contestants and LGBTQ plus icons together to support SAGE, that is S-A-G-E, a nonprofit advocating for LGBTQ plus elders. All right, so this is a spirited game that uplifts LGBTQ plus history, fosters intergenerational connection, and celebrates those who paved the way for pride to become what it is today. And y'all know we have come a long way. So... No Straight Answers is hosted by actor and comedian Benny Drama. If you don't know who he is, you need to. Look him up. He is hilarious. And it features talented LGBTQ plus creators like The Old Gaze. Oh, my God. Also hilarious. Uh, Jared Goldstein and Kendall Landreth. So I'm telling you, these guys are hilarious. Check them out. No Straight Answers. Y'all can visit visible.com slash sage to learn more about the campaign and watch no straight answers on visible's instagram and tiktok you can also test your own pride knowledge all throughout the month by following along with trivia and quizzes on visible's instagram it's my favorite time when i tell you about my favorite meals and i'm gonna keep telling you about them over and over and over again because legitimately this is what i eat Every day, I drink the smoothies every morning. I eat these meals for lunch, for dinner, when I'm home and I don't feel like cooking, cleaning, chopping, figuring out what to cook, and then having to clean and do all the chopping. It's just not always practical, especially when filming is back up and running. Mama is busy. I got to figure out what Summer needs to eat. That doesn't mean I also need to be creative with what I need to eat or what Brock needs to eat. 
factor keeps me energized and fueled. I mean, it is America's number one ready to eat meal kit. Literally two minutes in the microwave, lunch, dinner, breakfast, midnight snack, whatever you want is served. If you've been following me on Instagram, you see some of the amazing meals I've had last night for dinner. I had a chicken piccata and I'm telling you, it was restaurant quality. The sauce, the capers, the broccoli, fan freaking tastic. And if you guys are looking to be calorie conscious this summer, you can try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. There's also something different every week. You can choose from 34 plus chef prepared dietitian approved weekly options featuring premium ingredients. They have ones with broccolini, leeks, truffle butter. They've got asparagus. I mean, there's literally something for everyone. They've got vegan, vegetarian. I've tried pretty much all of them, as has Brock, my sister. We all love them. It's just our go-to meals because they're quick, they're easy, they're delivered right to your door. And they keep me, like I said, fueled and energized. So right now, y'all can head to factormeals.com slash team Ariana 50 and use code team Ariana 50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that is code team Ariana 50 at factormeals.com slash team Ariana 50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. So like I said, this episode has been a long time coming. So let's just have a little catch up. How are you both? Janet, you are now married. You're pregnant. Such a 180 from where you started Uh, on this podcast. Our single day podcast (laughs) days. Like that was the best. No, now it's very opposite. No, I'm tomorrow will be 19 weeks pregnant. So I'm like, that'll be my fifth month five. So I'm just like, honestly, the first trimester for me was so hard. But recently I finally feel like I have like my mojo back and like energy. And I, I really beat myself up the first trimester because I I'm not used to just not doing stuff and like being like laundry's piled up. My house is a wreck. Like people are asking me, they're like, I haven't seen you in forever. And I was like, ah. and I almost convinced myself in that time that that's how it was going to be forever. And I was like, how am I going to take care of a child when I can't even keep my eyes open? And yeah. like, and then slowly, like once I hit week, like 13, 14, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, wait, I have motivation again. I can do stuff. I like cleaned out my closets last week. Like finally feel like a normal human being again. And I'm like trying to soak that as, as much as I can because I heard third trimester, I'll be huge and not want to do anything. <laughs> See, I was huge, but I still pretty much did everything. I okay. think everyone's different, but I was going to say, wait until you get into the nesting phase. I feel like I've been nesting. Yeah. So yeah. that's my main motivation to clean out my closet was because I also have the guest room closet with like dresses and stuff that I'm never going to wear again. And it's actually been really easy to give stuff up now because there's things I look at that I'm like, one, I'm not going to fit into this for at least a year. <laughs> and even if I do, am I going to ever wear this particular right. thing again? Or it's going to be out by then. So I've been like out with the old so that then I can put all the guest room stuff back in the, our main closet and then have that for baby stuff, which is slowly starting to trickle in. So yeah. it's exciting. So we're going to have a Thanksgiving baby due on Thanksgiving this year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. It's really exciting. Baby boy. I know. Little baby See, boy. We were right. We thought boy. I Jason know. thought girl. Yep. 
Yep, you were dead on. And uh, Jason and I just celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary yesterday. Hey, Aww, congratulations. Awesome. We obviously went to Craig's and yeah. ate a ton of food. What I was did like, you eat? Well, I was like, I can't decide if I want pasta. And because Jason was like, you haven't gotten the honey truffle chicken in a while. Oh, it's so good. And it comes with a corn pancake that's mm-hmm. like super sweet, whatever. And I was like, and then once I started thinking about the corn pancake, I was like, I can't decide now what I want. And he was like, it's our anniversary. You can get both. And I was like, okay. Why not both? <laughs> so they yeah. came with like the tray and they were like, we were at like a small two person table and they're like looking at like, they're like, did we bring this to the wrong table? I'm like, both of those are mine. <laughs> I'm like, you could put them both right here. That's like when I order takeout and they put like four sets yes. of utensils yes. in. I'm like, excuse me, sir. I'm very <laughs> this offended. This is a meal for one, please. <laughs> like no tricks. And then Craig sent over the a Tink's Hot Girl Sunday for us, which comes with a sparkler. So Jason and I both were like, what is going on? And we're like a little embarrassed. Everyone was like, oh, you two are really partying over there. <laughs> But it was, it has like, it's like literally like eight scoops of ice cream. It's actually vegan. Yeah, The whole thing. It's it's amazing. I had no idea until I'd eaten it like three times. So it's like cookies, brownies, a bunch of ice cream and this huge thing. We made a pretty big dent in it. So. Nice. nice. I yeah. just stayed at Resorts World in Vegas oh. and they have a Craig's vegan Scoop ice cream shop. spot yeah. in Resorts World. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, how's it going? How's the podcast? Uh, oh, God. If you guys heard today's episode... I'm sorry. What's on today's episode? Oh my God. It's so, I mean, I, I was just going through it yesterday oh. and I'm like turning on the mic and I just let it all out on the podcast, which I've done maybe once before in a very cringeworthy fashion. And I remember the first time I did it, I called you, Sheena, and I was like, oh my God, like I need to re-record this episode. It was the one that's called It's Okay to not be okay. Yeah. And I think it was the first time I like broke down in the podcast and I was crying. And I was like, I'm not posting that. I I can't like do whatever we're supposed to do today because I need to re-record a podcast. Somehow I accidentally posted that mm-hmm. and people started DMing me about it and saying like how relatable it was. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that was meant to be posted. Mm-hmm. You should have yeah. posted it. And had that not happened accidentally, I probably wouldn't have the courage to post what I just did today. Mm-hmm. But I was just having a very like single mom meltdown and I feel like it was like 10 years in the making and I was just I've been feeling all of this like not to get email on this one and I don't want to cry so I'm not going to get into it too much but and you could hear it on my podcast but I just kind of have been feeling the weight and the burdens of like being the only provider for her and I'm just going to say listen to mine because I, if I talk about it, I will cry because I'm still kind of in that headspace. Yeah. But speaking of mental states, I wanted to ask you because we were discussing that you recently made some changes last week. You went to the doctor. What's yeah. going on? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So Can I just say really quick? I think mm-hmm. it is so brave that you put stuff like that out there. And I Thanks. think it's on, only going to help other people. And just being pregnant, like thinking of like my mom has raised me as a single mom and Mm. even not even having a child yet has made me have so much more respect for women and especially single moms for to do anything like on their own so like in my eyes you know always but especially now like you're a superhero for doing what you're doing and I think it's really great to put out put put it out there and like share that with others too yeah and I just want to say now as a mom as well I Obviously, you know, I have a partner who's very supportive, so I can't imagine what it was like as a single mom. You know, my OCD was, it still is, which we'll get into as you just Mm -hmm. asked, but 
when she was a baby and if I was alone with her for a certain amount of time, I would always think like, how the fuck did Jamie do this? Mm -hmm. You had no family. Mm -mm. You had no help. And you did it. Yeah. And you have an incredible 10-year-old now. Yeah. And you should be very proud of that. And mm -hmm. it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have meltdowns, to feel frustrated because you are the sole provider, but you are providing her with a great life. And she's a very lucky little girl to have such a strong mama. So 100%. Aw, thank you. I and just it's, being a single that. mom, I think, is a job that doesn't often get recognized or recognized nearly as often as it should. But I promise you as a daughter of a single mom that your daughter's going to look at you one day and realize like, you know, as at an older age, like everything you're doing and there's never going to be a love or appreciation like she has for you. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope so. I hope you're It'll come. You. Yeah. Mom, daughters, best friends. I mean, your yeah. son is going to be probably a mama's boy, <laughs> yes. but, yeah. you know, just having that ugh, little girl is the best. You have yeah. a built in best friend for life. And that's. The reason why I did finally make an appointment with my doctor last week to get on some sort of medication because my anxiety, OCD, everything, I mean, it's been bad since I had her. I obviously had a very traumatic labor. I think I do still have PTSD from not only the miscarriage, but the traumatic birth mm -hmm. and everything since then, the anxiety and OCD has just gone in waves where some days I'm totally fine. Like when Scandival broke, I was so consumed in all of that bullshit with mm -hmm. the lawyers and the restraining order and all of that, that I didn't have time for my OCD. Mm -hmm. That was the only blessing in my brain was my OCD took a backseat. I forgot I had OCD. I forgot what anxiety about being a mom was, but I was also having breakdowns at home every day when I would get a call from my lawyer, when I found out I was getting knocked with a restraining order, when it was maybe you can't go to the reunion and all of these things, it just it brought on a different level of anxiety while putting the OCD in the back seat. But now that that has all thankfully calmed down for me personally, my OCD's like, hello, I'm still here. <laughs> and it's to the point where up until this past week, I've been on Zoloft now for a week, and I know that it's just a placebo. It can't really be working for at least two to four weeks, but just knowing that I'm on something to help my mental health has made me feel good. But then the anxiety kicks in where I'm like, did I make the right decision getting on a prescription medication? Should I have tried ketamine therapy? Should I have tried microdosing mushrooms? Should I? And so now I'm questioning, did I do the right thing? But I know that placebo already, I feel better. I feel more present. I don't feel as emotional in a way where every day when I put her down for a nap or bedtime, it's like I start to cry because then I think about like, what if not just something happens to her, but what if something happens to me? And then my baby girl grows up without a mom. And it's like every day I was feeling this scared feeling it's of so debilitating, you know, and I'm like holding her and reading her a book and I'm like tears just running down my face. And I'm like, I don't want her seeing me cry every day. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel this pain every day. I don't want to think about death every fucking day. Mm -hmm. And other than right now, as I'm talking about it, <laughs> I haven't been as emotional in that sense. I feel stronger. I feel like 
I made the right decision by taking a step and getting on something. My doctor said, give it a month, see how I feel. And then if I'm like, you know what, maybe I want to try and microdose mushrooms and go a more natural route, Mm -hmm. then maybe I do that. But that also just kind of freaks me out. I'm like, it's not a festival, but it's different, you know, and they do use microdosing for OCD, for PTSD. Mm -hmm. And it also is National PTSD Awareness Day. So I didn't know that. Yeah. My friend Kale, who is very big on microdosing shrooms, we were talking earlier and he's like, you know what today is, right? And I just like joked and said the date. And he's like, no, it's actually National PTSD Awareness Mm. Day. And then he was sending me different articles and things and how microdosing could help. So then I get in my head. I'm like, did I make the wrong decision? Like being on so often? I don't know. So I'm giving it a month. I want to be very open talking about this when we start filming as Lala let the cat out of the bag this week. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, hopefully that's a journey that will be covered. But regardless, whether it's on my vlog or this podcast, it's something I want to open up about because I think it is so relatable, especially just as a mom. I'm like, I need to do whatever I need to do to be present and to be the best version of myself for my kid. And crying every day and thinking about death and what's going to happen. What if it just was not working for me anymore? Mm-hmm. I'm I really can't. proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I wish you much luck with that. I hope it's the right Thanks. medication for you. I know how frustrating firsthand it can be by yeah. getting on something and having it be the wrong thing. And for me to update you guys, last time I think I was on here was with Tori. Unless, mm-hmm. Oh, no, we did a balanced bond yeah. episode, too. But when we were talking with Tori with the OCD, and at that point, I'm like, I think I have ADHD. I'm in the process of getting diagnosed. And I was since then diagnosed with it and really weighed my options. Like, do I even want to get on any sort of meds? And it just, it's with women, it just gets worse with age. Mm-hmm. And with men, it gets better. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so I just, it's just, it got to a point where I'm like, I need help. Like you were mentioning earlier, Janet, like, you know, your home being like disorganized and you thinking you weren't going to have the energy to do it. Like mm-hmm. imagine living like that your whole, like that's I mean, my, my I have that's my brain. ADD, ADHD. I've been diagnosed since I was a kid and I have to like stay on top of it. And being pregnant, I can't take Adderall, which I've been prescribed my entire adult life. So, and to be honest, I haven't even enjoyed taking Adderall. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you, I'm like, I hate having to take it because it's mm. what I need, need yeah. to be able to get through some things and actually be on top of my job, my my life and my right. schedule. So I understand that feeling. And it really, ADD, ADHD and depression kind of all can go in hand in hand because when you get behind with ADD, you beat yourself up over it. And, and then, then you it kind brings of, on yeah. the anxiety and the depression. Right. And so many women have been misdiagnosed with anxiety and depression when it truly was undiagnosed ADHD. This is news to me, though. I didn't know that you had it or that Mm -hmm. you were on Adderall. I would have gone to you for a resource as well because I just, you know, I tried Adderall and it wasn't, it didn't work for me. There's totally different stuff, I feel like, for different people. For me, like personally, when I, before I was pregnant, I haven't taken it in however long it's been now. But for me, like the lower dosage, I was on Adderall and I hated it when it was a time release and Mm -hmm. I was not sleeping, not eating. And it was, I was taking like, I think 20 milligrams of a time release. And that was like 12 hours of me feeling like I was on crack basically, Mm -hmm. or like, and just not feeling well for me, like a really low dose is all I really need. So when I, before I was pregnant, I would take like five milligrams of not time release a day. And that would at least give me like a morning motivation. Mm -hmm. So if I took that at eight in the morning, it would wear off by like one, but I'm like, I got through most of the day with like checking off all the boxes. Mm -hmm. And then if I have an easier afternoon, I'm okay with that. 
Yeah. I mean, the first time I took it, I texted Sheena and I was like, wait a minute. So this is what it's like to have a normal functioning brain. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, I remembered that I needed to stop at Walgreens. I'm not thinking of a million things. I'm not singing as good as gold in my head yeah. over and over and <laughs> yeah. over again. Except for today. Yeah. Except for today. <laughs> but uh, it made me gain weight. I gained 10 pounds in a month. And that's adding to depression because right. I can't get it off. I'm trying so hard. And I'm like, I don't, wow. did I fuck up my thyroid? Did I fuck up my, mm. I don't even know if Adderall can do that, but did I fuck up my metabolism? And it's just like, and summer's here. And I'm just like, oh, like the one thing that I thought Adderall would have a great side effect for. Right. And normally, opposite. That's actually like, for me, that was a negative because up until like the last couple of years, I was at like the lowest weight I really could have been without being really unhealthy. And that was always something I had to monitor with doctors who were prescribing me Adderall of like, because it definitely killed my appetite. I was then like running around and getting like 10,000 10, steps a day, like easy mm-hmm. after five milligrams of Adderall. Mm-hmm. But like, I that was a negative side effect for me was losing the weight. So I'm like, I'm like, I wish I could have gained 10 pounds on, a month. on Adderall. <laughs> I'll trade with you because I'm like, why am I the rare case that actually gains hmm. weight from Adderall? And honestly, like if it was working well, I would be like, fuck it. Like, whatever. Right. So what? Like, I'd rather be mentally strong than, OK, a couple pounds heavier. So what? Like, I think the mental is so much more important. But mm-hmm. after that first day and they say, like, you'll never feel like you do after yeah, that, the, first the first Adderall. time. It just, it, it wasn't the, and maybe this is important to talk about, but it wasn't the miracle I was hoping for. And it, it didn't make me do all the things that I wanted to get done, but what, I mean, it did benefit a little bit, but it just wasn't it. It Mm -hmm. wasn't worth it. So I have actually an appointment tomorrow with my doctor to, you know, discuss other alternatives. And I added yours to the list because Zoloft is like a jack of all trades. They're like, it can treat ADHD, OCD, anxiety, depression, PTSD. I was like, wow, this just works for everything. So I was like, that's my cocktail. Yeah. And I know several people on it who love it. I haven't heard one negative thing about it yet. So I'm like, I don't want to feel like I made the wrong decision by what I'm on because I know it's the right decision by putting my mental health first and going into season freaking 11 clear-headed not crying about someone dying potentially one day obviously Mm -hmm. death is inevitable we know that it's a part of life but the thoughts of it every day every time Brock leaves the house on his motorcycle I'm like he's not coming home every time I put summer down what if you know it's like I don't even like giving my kid a blanket still Mm -hmm. she's over two years old she is okay to have a blanket but I'm like I gotta tuck it it, like under her sleep sack and just because I'm so paranoid about anything and I still sleep with the monitor on my phone right next to my ear Mm -hmm. just and I'm like I can't do that for the rest of my life but while she's still in a crib I will keep the monitor. Once she transfers into the toddler bed, I can't keep the breathing wear strap and the camera on her. I think there will be a time to. Now that I'm becoming a mom, I'm like, I'm going to have cameras on my kid everywhere that my kids can be wearing an air tag when they ever they go right? anywhere that's outside of my like, I'm like, I can't. It's terrifying. It, it is the best thing in the world. Yeah. And it's also the absolute scariest, yeah. especially For those who are anxious people to now have a child, which is the most important part of your entire world that you have to keep alive every second of the day. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if your emotions, yeah, it's worth your emotions. If you think of it as like a spectrum right now, once you become a parent, like it expands, but in both directions mm -hmm. because it's your biggest fears, but also Mm -hmm. your greatest joy. Right, right. And that's the worst thing about OCD is it attaches to your biggest fears. Mm -hmm. 
So I think through therapy, through exposure therapy, through my medication and just, you know, trying to be the best version of myself, I started working out again with my trainer, Seth, who, shout out, has a new app, Body911. Check it out. Love we Seth. just did the launch party. Sugar Taco catered it. Ooh. Wait, can we talk about what's next with Sugar Taco or is that still a secret? We have a couple of secrets, but I can probably talk about them. I'm not sure which one you are referring to. The one that to. like I might be a part of for that event. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, the grand opening yes. party. Okay. Ooh, so we are. I've been hearing about this yes. for a while. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. We keep postponing it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's now set for early August. We're doing like a whole red carpet grand opening party for the Long Beach location, which is on Broadway and Magnolia. Nice little downtown area of Long Beach. We're right next to the police station and the fire station. Perfect. And yeah, nice. it's a great lunch spot. Lots of new uh, residential buildings there as well. So yeah, we're doing a grand opening party and maybe you can do the screen. I was just version. thinking like maybe we do the Ooh. new version of Good as Gold. Oh, fun. But you're changing the lyrics. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah. Sugar tacos good as gold. Oh, oh I mean, gosh. the Uber One version. Maybe. There's so okay. many versions of this yes. song now, you guys. I love but it. But if we did the Uber One version and we kind of changed it a little, like instead of goat cheese balling, you know, we could be like... Vegan taco balling. Something. Yeah. But yeah, churro I was like... Ball. Yeah, I was thinking something with churros. But I think that could be fun. And instead of Uber One, we say sugar tacos good as gold. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm By the way, I'm sending you my therapy bill for the Uber one good as gold commercial because <laughs> that has been running in my head rent free for months now and mm -hmm. I'm like every time I like I had just really gotten it over it this week and mm -hmm. now I'm, it's gonna be back so well, wait until you hear the new version it's <laughs> so dope I cannot Rep wait to yes. debut this can't wait to hear it and yes. she what's it called gang what was it a gang it, it was not a gang bang but no. it was a gang <laughs> what gang recording uh, why can't some, I think of I don't the know. term but they're like oh do you want a gang band I, whatever it was it was where it was kind of like us, a chorus yeah oh, oh all I see. of us at one point yeah so everyone in the room just all screamed the let's have us a good time oh my gosh it's so dope it's quite animalistic a gang bang yeah. of screaming Great. I haven't yeah. screamed that loud and honestly I can't remember I don't know if I've ever screamed that loud on Vanderpump Rules maybe but I can't think if you guys can think of a time I when I've screamed on Vanderpump Rules, for all of you who have been re-watching it from the beginning, let me know, because I was like, wow, that felt really good. <laughs> then I, I was like, it. any of the neighbors will be like, wow, this girl really wants us to have a good time right wow. now. She's screaming. Wow. Everybody fucking have a good time. <laughs> the screamer in the band, so good. They're like, can you do a high scream? Can you do a low scream? Now can you just scream? I'm like... There's different screens. <laughs> of course there is. So good. Did they send you like just their rendition of Good as Gold and then they were like, you should do this? Like, did they just do it? Or no, it how was did my you guys... idea. Okay. I was yeah. like, did you know them? I didn't know how it like no. came about. So okay. TJ, who puts on Emo Night, oh, okay. I was talking to him at the Emo Night that we did in Joshua Tree at Pappy and Harriet's. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, I have this idea when we play the next emo night, me, Katie, and Ariana as DJs, you know, hopefully we'll be filming. Obviously, we need to have cleared music. I said, 
what if we got a band to do an emo pop punk but screamo version of good as gold and there's this version is it a day to remember yes there's a since you've been gone version oh that, i think i've heard that yeah we played it as our opening at our last emo night we okay. dj'd and that just gave me the motivation to turn my pop song into an emo screamo version i love it and tj was like i think i know the perfect band and when he sent me their Instagram, I listened to some of their stuff. I was like, I'm down. And then they recorded it before I even oh, knew they were awesome. actually recording it. He sent it to me. He's like, are you ready to die? And I was like, oh, my God. But I'm it. like, I still want to be on a part of it. So we kept the rap part in. I love it. And they were like, do you want to sing like any of the good? I was like, no, no, no. The song is perfect yeah. as it is. I just want to do the rap part, but I want the screamer guy to scream with me. But then we did the gang, whatever it's called, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> and yeah, it's I'm so excited. I've incredible. heard part of it. I can't wait to hear you scream. <laughs> yeah, so fun. Speaking of fun, this weekend was fun. We were all with Ariana yes. and her boo, Dan, for her birthday. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. He's so sweet. Okay, let's let's give Dan a little moment on shenanigans. Brag about him. What's your favorite things? Okay, so he they came over to my house Sunday, and he made, like, the most delicious meal that's ever been cooked in my kitchen by far. Yeah. But, like, the food was so good that if it was at a restaurant in, like, a foreign city, I would go back to—I would, like, make a point to go back to that city to eat there. Mm -hmm. Like, he made paella from scratch. Like, all this stuff, like, he went into, like, multiple grocery stores. He was texting Jason and I, like, leading up to—like, the week leading up to it. And he was like, hey, do you know, like— an Asian market that would have this specific like rice wine vinegar. And I'm like, no, but let me try. <laughs> I'm like, I'll call around some places. So we like really like went all out and he made, so like he made paella, crab and ribs where he made like homemade barbecue sauce for it. That was like amazing. So we had just like few people over. I offered up my house when I knew he was coming here. Cause I was like, I know that Ariana's used to being able to host and she can't now. So I was like, yeah. if you need, you want a house nearby, you know, her house now is very close to mine. I was like, I'll feel free. And she texted me then later and was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, invite whoever you want over. We'll do it. So Dan made this incredible meal. He hours in the kitchen, just like, and there was something about him that was very modest about it. Like everyone was like, this is the best food I've ever had. And he was like, oh, thanks. Like so much. And like, I made like a salad and vegetable, like I made like corn and potatoes and like a salad. He's like, wow, this looks really great. And I was like, thanks. Like, <laughs> I was like, I roasted vegetables, like, and put like a bag of salad into a bowl. But he is like, was really nice about it. And then he just seeing basically from Ariana when everything first happened, I went over there and like my biggest thing was like, has she eaten? Like we need to make sure. And I made like a mm -hmm. whole thing of soup. And I was just like really worried because she just seemed she was so down and just seemed like weak in a way, which yeah. like she's never like that. Mm -hmm. So I was really worried. And then to now see like a couple months later, this like fantastic guy literally feeding her the best food ever. And to see her actually happy, like they just... They just would like, they both, like he was cooking. So she was like talking to her friends and doing her own thing. And then they would kind of just come back together and have these like cute moments where they would be like kissing in my kitchen. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is so cute. And I've, I've never known Ariana as anyone but in a relationship with her ex. So seeing this new side of her and everything, I was like, oh my gosh. And she just seemed so genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. He was just really kind, got along with everybody. And it just, it at one point I had to leave and cry for a second because I'm so emotional right, right now. And then Ariana saw something, she was like crying about something with Jason and I having a cute moment. And I was just like, this is like great that like 
everything feels really good. But he just seems like such a sweet guy. He was like, hey, if I sent you all of the, like the ingredients and everything I'm making or like wrote it out really nice, do you think you could like print it off at your house and we could make a menu? And I was like, I'll do you one better than that. I'll get on Canva and make it like look Aww. like a real menu. And then I printed it off and I gave it to Dan and I was like, here, you can give this. He's like, oh no, you like made it. You give it to her. And I was like, I would have never thought to like print a menu right? of everything. I was like, you need to get the credit for this. Like this is a really sweet thing you're doing. And so he was like, here's what we're about to eat. And like gave it to her and she like melted. She was like, that is so sweet. Gave him the biggest hug. It just was like so relieving to see her so happy. And it was just an easy, good day. It just like felt really good. Everyone ended up like playing Jackbox games like around the TV till late. And like, it just was really, really sweet. And he texted us the next day and was like, thanks for letting us, you know, he was like so grateful that we just gave him our kitchen. And I'm like, you can come over and cook like that whenever you right? want. Like, I told Brock, I said, just so you know, you have some competition oh, yeah. in the kitchen. Brock's a great cook too. He is. He's but... great. And he was like, I could make paella, you know? I was like, I'm Dan sure you can. Even file... He wasn't following recipes. He was just, Neither does Brock. they're his family recipes. I yeah. can't do that. No. How did he learn? Just through his, his family? family? He's like, these are family recipes. He had to find specific stuff because he knew exactly like the ingredients. But mm-hmm. like when he was doing the barbecue sauce, I was like, I was like, do you need measuring cups or spoon? Like, do you need anything? He's like, no, I kind of like eyeball it and I'll just taste it throughout. And then I was passing through the kitchen. He's like, here. And he like had a spoon. He's like, try this. And I was like, ooh, that's really good. It's like sweet. And he goes, yeah, I put too much sweet stuff. So now I'm just going to even it out with some of the non-sweet stuff. He's like, I'm going to try to spice it out. And he's like, eventually we'll get there. And I'm like, oh, like I can't do, I cook a lot. I can't do that. Yeah. But it was just really, really sweet. I'm like so happy for that. You use the word easy. And I think that's perfect because when I first met him when we were in New York, I noticed that Ariana was just at ease mm-hmm. yes, in a different way than 100%. I've ever seen her. Just like yep. she can breathe, yeah. you know? She, totally. she just was kind of doing her own thing, but they always came back together and they just, yeah, they just are really clicking. And it's like, I was, Great. I was really, really happy to yeah. see Yeah, I was so bummed that we couldn't be there on Sunday because we had Rain's birthday party. So Which, Jamie and I oh were my God. the biggest two-year-old birthday party you've ever seen. It was Rain's crazy. Beach Club. I was like, I almost like yeah. dead over that. I'm like, should I even take Ivy? Because she's going to expect this yeah. shit from me now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, they won the lottery. Okay. Yeah. That's why they're doing this. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, when we were in New York, so Jamie, Ariana, and I all end up in New York the same day for three different things. Ariana's doing Watch What Happens Live. I'm hosting an event for Smirnoff. Jamie was hosting a podcast event, had this dinner with the mayor and all these wow. cool things. But then we were all coming together to meet up with Dan. Every time I go to New York, I've hung out with Dan so many times now. I've been in New York so much this year that every time oh, I'm there, I meet up with him. You hung out with him without her, right? Did yeah, you guys a couple meet times. Yeah. <laughs> me, just me, that. him, and Nima went to dinner and I then. Yeah, yeah, because so, you've been in New York a lot, so lately. much. Yeah. yeah, but that mm-hmm. one time was so cool that we were, it all aligned that yeah. we were all there at the same time. And they didn't make yeah. it to the Smirnoff event because he made her sushi at home. He literally rolled her sushi. They sent me a photo. I was like, "Don't come to Smirnoff. It's yeah. fine." Like, <laughs> I guarantee you that was like some of the best sushi ever. Yeah. Like, no, he is incredible, and it's just so nice to see her. Just like you said, at ease. Mm-hmm. It just happy and light and it's what she deserves oh i do have to say i saw a rumor on reddit that i want to squash we were at my house in my kitchen and there's people were taking videos of of dan cooking and ariana and dan kind of together there was specifically one that dana posted of them like hugging in the kitchen i think it was after she saw the menu and reddit 
zoomed in on my fridge where I have all my ultrasound photos. Oh my gosh. And they were like, are they trying to leave a Easter egg that Ariana, da, da, da. And so I'm, Jason found it and was like, send it to me. And he's like, oh my God, read these comments. Everyone is looking at our ultrasound photos and thinking it's at Ariana's house That's or something. Funny. I'm like, I was like, people know what her kitchen looks but like. But they could think maybe she's moved out now. Right. This is an apartment or a new house something. or something. So I hate to break it to That's all of my fellow funny. Redditors, but those are my ultrasound photos. Not Ariana's. They were just <laughs> happened to be cooking and kissing in front of them. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. I was glad, though, that Jamie and I were able to go the night before mm. on her birthday to yes, Club I skipped TG the club. I couldn't do it. 10 p.m. start time. Sense. Not I know. for me and these that days. Also, I was like, I get it because now I've been sober and did two massive drinking events completely sober. It's the first hard, one man. was Rosé Day, but I was there with Jenny Ting. So I was like, I got my pregnant sober girl with me and it was still so much fun. Yeah. And then the club, Dan kept being like, champagne. I was like, no, I'm not. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. But he's so sweet. He's always making yeah. sure everyone's okay. Everyone's taking totally. care of. So yeah, it's been an interesting week for me just getting back into going to things sober. But I just really want to see how I feel on this medication. No alcohol, no weed, move. no anything. Just be clear headed going into this season and see what the fuck it brings. Because I, what well, do you hope it will bring? Do you have any? Oh yeah, you should ideas? manifest. Yeah, some. I don't. I hope honestly that it brings just us women even closer together and really highlights the businesses and the things that we are working on because yes. all of us as entrepreneurs are doing so much in our individual lives and together which is one of the things I actually wanted to ask you about because you're helping a lot with something about yeah. her. So what can you tell us about that? How's okay. it going? When does it look like it's opening? One, I'm so pr I'm so excited for the season because I really feel like it truly is going to be the women kind of like rising above and it's really going to be like this powerful moment that I'm super excited to see. Mm -hmm. including Katie and Ariana was something about her. So when everything went down, they basically had their logos and some like artwork and a lot of stuff ready to go. But they needed like some funds and some things. And I was like, why don't you guys, I was like, fans are literally DMing me. And if you find me, that's like, you've dug deep, I always <laughs> say. So I'm like, fans have found like me. They're messaging like Jared, like everybody that was kind of around Ariana's house those first couple days. A couple days went by and then I was like, okay, maybe you guys should just take some of the logos that you already have put them on merch. And it was kind of like, I have the time. I just quit my job. So I was like, I'll have the time to actually get some mock-ups made and send them over to you guys to see what this would look like. And like, you know, some, some of the logistics of it. And they were like, this sounds good. If you think we can do it. And I was like, let's do it. And it's been a huge success, which is then they've just funneled in the most genius way possible directly into the restaurant. So to get their designers moving now that inside the shop is gorgeous and ready to go permits and stuff are coming along. So I feel like, I don't know if I can say this like with the authority, but like, I feel like you're going to see it open for sure on this season. Yeah. Um, you know, permit pending and some of that stuff, but they've really done a good job, like moving along with it. I will say with the latest. So the fuck me in this t-shirt design. Oh my God. That Carla did shout out to her. She's that was amazing. Incredible. White shadow art on uh, Instagram. She's amazing. So she's been friends with Ariana for a while and Katie and Ariana kind of started with, they were like, we should, they, after the reunion filmed, they were like, he said this comment and I was, and I think it was Dana actually. It was like, you got to put that on a t-shirt. Yes. And I was like, we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> and so it kind of, the idea kind of like started as like, haha, we should put that on a t-shirt to like, this is what that t-shirt might look like. And mm -hmm. then it kind of looped in Carla to like, what do you think? And then she drew the design that ended up being used. And it was so perfect. Like, 
I saw it and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, I immediately I was like, I hope they want to use this. And I yeah. sent it to them and they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my Dead. God. And I was like, I love it. The handcuffs that are broken on it. Yeah. She's tearing open a grilled cheese. Like the eyes rolled back. It's the just, detail of it. Like they really wanted like rocker tea. And yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah. So they also wanted super soft rocker tea, which ended up be causing a little delay that's happening right now. So. We had that blew our orders out of the water. Everybody wanted that shirt. So after we got a couple hundred printed, then it was like, oh, we're out of the soft tee. Okay, we'll find someone else to do it. Oh, they only have a couple hundred. So it now we have a, an actual like high end, like large scale merch company that we're working with that can get all of the orders out and they're actually getting shipped this week. So I'm even getting DMs like I ordered this a week and a half ago. Where is it? Yeah. It's coming. So it was literally just the demand. Our current people like couldn't or our old people could not keep up with. Now we have new people. They're awesome. They're used to big orders and stuff like that. So they're managing this drop and there's going to be more stuff soon. The ideas kind of keep rolling like that where it'll be like, oh, would it be funny if this happened or wouldn't this be cute and then kind of it evolves and then it's gotten done so I think we'll definitely be working with Carla for some more stuff like keep an eye out on her page for some like maybe sneak previews and stuff but she's working on some things and it's just going to keep it rolling which then will help you know viewers be able to see something about her open and know that like they helped support that and like every little order definitely helped like get things moving a lot faster. Yeah. So it's been That's fun. so awesome. I'm so glad I that you were able to help with that. It was crazy. I remember I asked you to come co-host on my podcast with me and you're yes. like, I literally, I would, but I have <laughs> thousands of orders to process. Finally, like that, because in the beginning I was like, I can do this. I can just, you know, run the Shopify and Printify process. It was like a couple customer emails of like, oh, I put the wrong shipping address or, you know, little things were coming in. I was like, I can handle this <laughs> until that fuck me. Mm-hmm. I keep calling it the fuck me drop. <laughs> like, whatever. Until, until the fuck me drop that honestly really <laughs> fucked me. Like I was getting that. I got 800 emails the first night that that dropped of just half of them. The problem is half of them are like, oh, my God, I love this T Mariana, mm-hmm. you know, and all that, which is great. But you still have to open them. Right. And I always twist, you know, and I was like, oh, Oh my gosh. So when that happened is when I reached out to the bigger merch people and I'm like, we need you guys to help us with yeah. this. I It's not just like a little mom and pops project anymore that I can just like help them with. I'm like, we need to bring on some real mm-hmm. people that actually can. Yeah. I was like, I can't respond to 800 emails in one day. I'm like, and you know, I was trying to get Who through. <laughs> so, so now we have kind of bigger people that are helping us with all of that. And once we get now, these orders are going out and then everything will be smooth sailing from now on. So this is the only order that if people ordered, they can expect it'll be like actually two or three weeks before they get stuff. But everything else moving forward will be smooth sailing and it won't be me responding to the emails anymore, which is was kind of a secret until right now. <laughs> so if you emailed about something, it was probably me on the other end. That's funny. I did get a question for you and it said, yeah. what does Janet do for work? So are you doing this primarily full time? I So I was planning on not working through my pregnancy. <laughs> so I've been a personal executive assistant for the last five years in LA. The job that I've been able to talk about or I have talked about on this podcast where I worked for Aveline and assisted on their team, um, which is Cameron Diaz and Catherine Powers wine brand, which is amazing. And I wish I could drink it right now, but I can't. (laughs) Um, But I was with them for the longest time out of like my career. I was with some other people afterwards. And basically when I, personal assisting is super fun, but it's a lot of work and you're working a lot of hours on your feet. 
And when Jason and I started trying, I was pretty stressed out. And he was like, you're, we're not going to have a baby if you're like this. Mm. So I had just quit. And I was like, I'm going to take all this time off. I got pregnant. I literally quit, immediately got pregnant. Wow. I got pregnant actually that the night after what we call like the funeral night at Ariana's house. I went, I was like, I have to go. I can't sleep over. I have to go have sex now. I'm ovulating. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm ovulating. I should have done it multiple times today, but I guess I'll just get one in. So I will say that you have your silver lining with Scandaball. Mm-hmm. So do I. <laughs> I went home and that was the time that we ended up conceiving. Oh my and God. And so I found out I was pregnant pretty much like I took on, I was like, I'll help with this project and like get things kind of moving along and get the logistics done. And then I got pregnant And it was fun to actually have in the first trimester, especially to have stuff to do like that I had to do, I forced myself to do. But so, yeah, now this is all I'm doing right now. But I'm still like when people are like, what do you do? I'm like nothing because this doesn't feel like work. It feels like just like fun job, like project to help Mm -hmm. them and to help friends and it's not like I'm like giving up. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get another job because I'm doing this. I'm like, no, I wasn't planning on doing anything. So if it ever starts to feel like super stressful or whatever, I'll probably have them replace me or something. But for now, it's kind of been a fun project that I've been doing. Awesome. Nice. It doesn't feel like Well, work. another fun thing you can do throughout your pregnancy is come back on Shenanigans okay. and host more episodes okay. with me because I unfortunately, I have to go hop on a Zoom. So mm. we're going to have to wrap up these shenanigans today but i feel like we still have so much that we can talk about so i would love to do a part two again yeah yeah let's do it part two part two battle the co-host <laughs> thank you guys so thank much you. for listening i hope everyone is good as gold <laughs> bye bye Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.